Hey everyone, this is your host Javier and Daniel, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine sitting around a table with your best friends but sober, or you can have a drink too because we don't judge. Well... And Brown Sound episode 15. Chikex, what's hey, up? What's going on? We're back, you know, season finale. I'm Season. Yes, Chikex. I'm uh, you know, reporting live from the uh hot and sunny city of Phoenix, Arizona. Nice. Um, I, I gotta give a shout for hold on, I gotta do a quick land acknowledgement. No, I gotta shout out to the <laughs> local natives in this area. You know, I'm uh, you know, on Tohon Odom, uh, you know, there's different Apaches, different tribal Apaches in the area. Yaki, you know, um, Pima, Navajos, I mean, there's a lot of Southwest tribes, so I gotta give my Southwest brothers and sisters a shout out, because I am, uh, you know, recording in their ancestral homelands that are rightfully theirs, so <laughs> I had to say that real quick, you know, I don't want to, can't get, can't get, uh, you know, canceled by the natives, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, no, that's amazing, Chicax, and I heard it's a little warm up there, huh? Yeah, Down it there. is. You're yeah. down low, where are you? <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Uh, I'm on the 11th floor in my hotel. Um, <laughs> it's no, it's like 97 degrees. I walked across oh, the street nice. to go get something to eat, and I was already sweating. My back was all sweaty. <laughs> so uh, definitely need to stay in the AC if you are in the Phoenix area. <laughs> it's hot. That's nice. That's nice, Chikex. And I'm reporting from Nampa, Idaho. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, Shoshone Bannock territory. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for sharing that, Chikex. Um, You know, as our last episode, and before we get into all the, the mayhem and, yes. you know, what we got we going on for mayhem. this episode, um, what's, let's reflect back on this past season because it's our mm-hmm. 15th episode and it is our season finale, like we said. Yeah. What... Uh, what have you learned through this experience, Chikax, just in terms of reflection and sharing about your culture? Um, I think one thing that I learned personally is kind of opening up and being a little bit more vulnerable, you know? Like, uh, I mm-hmm. think people that know me know that I'm not very, um, I'm not super, like, open, you know? I don't really talk to a lot of people that, like... I don't necessarily know or things like that. So I think with the podcast, it's made me kind of let my guard down and just be more vulnerable and letting people um, know about about my personal (laughs) life that I normally keep private. And then too, I could let my hair down. Yeah, (laughs) I'll take my shirt off while I go swimming now. No, (laughs) not there yet, but. But yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think for me, it's just, it's just always, you know, I'm constantly like trying to like grow in ways that I, you know, can work on and things like that. So this has definitely been, it's been fun, you know, and uh, I'm sad to say that this is the last you'll hear of us. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 You only get one season and we're getting one and done. (laughs) No, that's amazing, Chikax. I was going to say that for me, it's definitely been, you know, the same with just being able to share some really personal stuff that I haven't with like anybody before. Usually I'm very like reserved and guarded with like family stuff and that's just because I I operate with the less people know about you, the less they, you know, can comment yes, on and exactly. it's better to move in silent than with noise and mm-hmm. that's just like, you know, me in life, but I think even just in being able to share um just being able to connect 
connect with different types of people um and even being surprised that like folks that i haven't connected with in a minute uh you know that they're listening and that they you know can resonate with some of the stories or remember or like hey i was there i did that or yeah. you know things like that um i am especially like thankful for the friends that do listen and reach out uh because mm-hmm. it, it means a lot even for us or that your mom Definitely. laughed at the goat story or like <laughs> you know things like that and um and i was gonna say too with my mom she was telling me she was like you know i really learn a lot from javier and i was like what do you mean you know i'm thinking like what you talking about but she's like getting better at like you know saying like things that are more um like inclusive you know like latinx or you know things like that oh so okay yeah she's learned some things and i was like oh wow mom look at you <laughs> learning <laughs> yeah no um and for people that because they know like you and i are really good friends but know mm-hmm. me like just people getting to know you and like oh i understand why you guys are so good friends like you definitely like you know have good vibes you you have similar humor everybody thinks you're hilarious so like do you know <laughs> if you want to do stand-up comedy or something you know that is it that definitely was um that was like one of my it's on my bucket list you know there's a few places in the area that do open mic nights and i definitely thought about yeah. it because um yeah no, i know i've always been told that it's kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not to like toot my own horn and say i'm so funny but no like you know i hear all beep beep just kidding yeah Hon- the horn <laughs> beep no just kidding nah cheek and uh, the other thing i guess is like this is a really fun for me because i get to do it with a best friend and literally our tagline was like it's like sitting around a table with your best friends you know and that's yeah. that's definitely how i feel that we even operate you know so anyways mm-hmm. i just want to say what i've learned is it's great to share more more on yourself if you feel comfortable because pe- it resonates with people mm-hmm. and you know doing something like this with with your best friend is definitely worthwhile because not only is it fun and you get to riff a little like you do like yeah. outside of the podcast but uh <laughs> you know people like it and you know that that's been kind of great it's mm-hmm. it has been great for sure yeah yeah i agree i think it's i think it you know like they say when you're having fun it's not really work you know and hey, well we're not getting paid to do it so i guess it isn't work <laughs> just kidding <laughs> Putting that out there oh. if anyone wants to sponsor us again. Uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just like, hey. Yeah, we wouldn't mind doing this and making money for sure. Yeah. I mean, hey, everything has a price, so, you know, <laughs> name yours. Just kidding. Yeah. I'm all, well, if there's all these other podcasts out there making money, it's like, you know, why can't two brown best amigos make some cash too? <laughs> I know. So. I'm like, you know, I like to stack my coins, so yeah. let's, get them, let's get them coins stacked. <laughs> so um in and, um, you know, kind of helping us move into, like, the next stuff with the episode, I did want to take this time to give a huge shout-out and thanks to all of the hosts that we had this season, mm-hmm. um, our guests and co-hosts. So, uh, you know, Jorge Carriega, a.k.a. Sleepy, or Carriga, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, and Natalia Rojas, Tori Conan, and Javier Valero. We had a really good time yeah. with y'all these past episodes. Um, and let's move it on to our Brown Sound Person Spotlight Chiclets. Chiclets? I'm all chiclets. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, hello, Chiclet. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, um, yeah, who, who are you spotlighting? So, so my shout-out goes to Chantel Green. She is my former supervisor. She worked with us at the radio station for a few months. And um, just got to give her a huge shout-out because she's super smart. She's, you know, got her master's degree. Uh, she just started her own business. And so she is, a, you know, founder and owner of um, Hahus Green Energy LLC, which is like a green energy uh, solar panel development things like that so she's doing a lot of cool things here especially getting you know solar panels um on like on the reservation and stuff so yeah. i know she i know she played a huge part in getting those set up with the with the tribe and stuff so shout out to chantelle green she's uh i've i've it's crazy because we were talking about this we worked with each other when we were interns when we were still in like school and then like mm-hmm. to see how far like things have come like this i'm like oh i'm kind of proud of us both no but yeah um yeah so no shout out to chance um Super cool, super chill, very, you know, hardworking and, and, you know, just a go-getter. That's awesome, Chica, cause especially when, um, you know, you find people like that as your coworkers because you just inspire each other, you know, yeah. to, to reach for better, be better. Um, the other cool thing is maybe we can invite her to be here for season two because yeah. when we did our um, topic, uh, you know, when we asked for topic on our, our Instagram, uh, folks want us to talk about renewable, like, resources and energy. And it's like, mm-hmm. wow, that's right up her alley. She owns a yeah. business on it. So <laughs> yeah. that's, yeah, shout out to you. Um, and, you know, thank you for being you. For me, I would like to spotlight one of our good friends. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned you're in Phoenix because we've traveled down to visit <laughs> this friend before down there. Um, she's been a loyal Brown Sound, um, you know, listener mm-hmm. and also um you know, we go back into the college days. <laughs> um, we have definitely a lot of crazy college stories, uh, you know, good vibes, a good person, um, really funny. And she happens to be our good friend, Florita mm-hmm. Valadez. You know, we call her Flo. Yeah, shout <laughs> Just out go to with Flo. The flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was our hashtag, remember? Go with the flow. Go with the flow. Um, and, you know, Florita's, Florita's, Florita, how I said her name. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me let me uh, let me <laughs> turn on my Latinx uh, not uh Florita <laughs> is a, is a good friend, um, and we just want to say thank you for being you. Thank you for you know being such a great hostess uh, when we've mm-hmm. come down and visited, and um, you know this is the shout outs for you, Flo. Thanks. Yeah, shout out to Flo. I did text. I think I will be meeting up with her soon here in Phoenix while I'm here. So can't wait. Yeah. She's always she's always fun. You know, good time. She kicks you're gonna have to visit the fry bread house for me that place I know. was so good <laughs> yeah that's okay so let me just give them a shout out real quick too just kidding no so um yeah if you're in the phoenix area ever go to the fry bread house it is so good it's locally owned native owned tona odom owned um bomb food south if you love southwestern like style food uh this is it definitely tastes like home cooked meal it tastes like you know the aunties and the grandmas cooked it like made with lots of love lots of you know it's just really good so yeah check out the fry bread house <laughs> so good so good um <laughs> so for our topic today i did want to say that we're going to be kind of all over the the board here we're going to talk about everything and anything yeah um and we do have some things we definitely want to touch on but um to our very first point one of the topics that folks wanted us to talk about was how can we help brown youth be proud of their culture mm, good question so, yeah, Chica, what, what do we want to say about that? <laughs> um, you know, I think for, I can only speak, I obviously, for indigenous 
res youth um since i was born and raised on the res you know i think for me what what i can any type of piece of advice i mean normally i'm like i try to be like kids don't be like me <laughs> you know be better be better than me no but um i think one thing that i would like to encourage the younger youth back in my hometown on my res is to you know learn the language um practice the language doesn't matter if you mm-hmm. you know get it wrong a few times i mean we all we've all been there so just you know as long as you speak it you're you know our elders and our ancestors above you know they understand so i just always want to be uh you know encouragement for language learning and stuff because you know not that long ago we couldn't speak it so it's it's taking back that power and it's just making us feel more connected to one you know to each other and then to our ancestors so that's one thing that i always um kind of preach around i guess on social media is just like learning the language again because it's 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 a huge part of who we are yeah absolutely um and to this point i would even say like especially for latino youth is don't put yourself in a box on what being latino Mm -hmm. is or isn't or should or shouldn't be i know that for a lot of us that are you know very tied to our culture when you reach uh, certain milestones and celebrations like quinceañeras or like being asked to be part of a quince court like i never got to be a part of that (laughs) um but you know you don't need to have any of those things to be considered latino Mm -hmm. also i did want to share um for any of the youth out there who might be you know questioning themselves or their identity or maybe they feel like they're not you know native enough or whatever you know whatever the case may be but there's this post that goes around on social media that i love and every time i see it i always share because it's just like it's just it's facts you know in the post it says like you are not any less indigenous because you are mixed race you are not any less indigenous because you live off the reservation you are not any less indigenous because you do not own or you can't afford your traditional attire you are not any less indigenous because you are not fluent in your language and you know gatekeepers they don't define you know they don't define you they don't define who you are so that's one thing that i i did want to share because it's just um it's important to just you know keep repeating that and and getting it out there and hopefully you know people can start um you know talking about this you know i think that's it's one of those things and um no disrespect to like the older community and stuff but sometimes there's just different old values that um you know they don't make no sense to to us now in in today's age so i didn't want to share that yeah i think a lot of it is just if you feel unconnected definitely do the research for like where your family came from start learning Mm -hmm. about some of the communities and like where your family's from i i feel like that empowers me a lot uh when i start thinking about my identity where are my parents from where my grandparents from what Mm -hmm. what are their stories what are their backgrounds um and even growing up um i think fun and cool little things that we've gotten gotten to do and daniel i've shared some of those with you is learning um some of those like you know the dances for some of the popular songs Mm -hmm. like when we did payaso de rodeo um and that's been that's been a blast that's been fun um that's a workout (laughs) that's a workout for sure your calves are afterwards um but the other thing would be even growing up so me growing up latino in primarily white spaces i remember like the very first time we took a field trip like it was really cool for me because i had never been to the zoo or you know places like that museums that my parents mm-hmm. couldn't take me to or we didn't know about and when they asked you to pack a lunch and everybody had like lunchables and chips and my mom made me like a bomb torta um and you know and me being embarrassed that i didn't have the same food as everybody else but my food was bomb compared to everybody right. else's um and so i you don't have to be like everybody to fit in and you do mm-hmm. not have to be embarrassed of your food your cultures your traditions and your language mm-hmm. is one because i know that 
for some Latino um, Latinos, we sometimes we're taught like you know to fit in. You don't know the language, and there'll be people who will give it up just to fit in um, with mainstream, um, you know, culture. And, you know, you, you get a lot of benefits from being bilingual, especially today, especially in the mm-hmm. workforce. Mm-hmm. Be proud of who you are. Um, don't put yourself in a box because um, we, we great. We definitely yep. get our cultures, our people, we great. Yes, and always be proud of your brown skin. I, yeah, you know, I remember growing up just even, you know, sometimes you kind of were, I mean, just the, the obviously like the, generational trauma when you get darker in the summertime when people didn't want to do that even my, including myself you know i obviously had to change that way of thinking and stuff but like i remember like oh, i don't want to get darker you know because people like would make fun of you if you had like were super tan or something but now it's like shoot i love i love being tan so yeah um, always be proud of your brown skin because brown is beautiful your brown eyes are beautiful you know uh shoot we're popping melanin's always popping so be proud yeah. be proud uh be proud that you can translate for your family uh Mm -hmm. consider this any opportunity any information that you're you know that's given to you you're that's actually being given to your family because you know any any opportunity that you get those are opportunities that the door has opened now for you and can open for Mm -hmm. anyone else behind you little brothers sisters the language that you're learning english you know that's language that is going to be useful to your whole family so don't don't um you know don't uh let like opportunities pass because everything that's happening the sacrifice that your family's made like you know what you're getting Mm -hmm. because of it like is everything and it's not just for you it's for your whole family so remember that yeah there you go cheek x remember me just kidding (laughs) (laughs) and uh, find your community (laughs) (laughs) Uh, cheek x you gonna put my picture on your ofrenda when i'm gone (laughs) (laughs) oh yes and i hope that um you put mine and you're like i don't do a friend Uh, we'll just put our brown town sticker on on both of our friends so we can make <laughs> yeah. it back. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheekers. Um, that actually makes me think though about like a couple of times that like we've met like people from our communities or our family mm-hmm. members. <laughs> Is there anything that sticks out to you from like meeting like my family for the first time? Um, I mean, I feel like our families are very similar. You know, very tight knit, very close, very yes. You know, very united as like as a whole you know like you guys are very mm-hmm. much like you have each other's backs and um i feel like that's very relatable with my own family and the one thing i always think of too is because like how that one time when uh, your dad made us do yard work <laughs> I remember we had to go do yard work in the summer and i was thinking like dang i'm no longer a guest now <laughs> i'm like i'm in now I'm f- i had to go do yard work in the hot summer <laughs> That's that's definitely it. So I and then let's tell this story because that was funny. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> so Daniel had come and visit, and that particular time, my mom was gonna make like food, or we were gonna have some mm-hmm. kind of like kickback or something. So you know, Daniel, let's go have you know, let's go f- get food, and we were gonna like just kind of spend the day with my family. And so we we were at my parents' house, and Daniel. <laughs> 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 so my dad's cleaning out the backyard, and you know, so. Daniel already knew my family at that point, so my dad's like, "Oh yeah, I need your guys' help." And like Daniel hadn't planned to do that he's all, "We're gonna what?" And this here outside, and so we're helping out with that. And then my dad had like some old couches or something in the backyard, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh yeah, we need to get rid of these." So he asked Daniel and I to take them and drop them off at the dump. So 
Daniel happy and Daniel got on the couches and he's all sweat. <laughs> it was hot. I want to so say it was hot. like it was like in July or August, you know. And in, in Idaho, we get all four seasons, and when we do get a summer, it's hot. Like I don't think people people don't realize like we get like over a hundred degrees, you know, in Idaho. And I remember it was like middle of the day. I think it was like what twelve or one, and we're out there in the heat, like ninety degrees. It was the peak of yeah the day, yeah. the day for sure, and so we get the couches loaded. We get my dad's like uh, big pickup truck or so, yeah we did because it, it was mm-hmm. one of his older pickup trucks. And so we uh, we I'm driving and I and I take and it's definitely like maybe a 20 minute drive out to the outskirts for the dump. But um, <laughs> some things on this truck. It's one of those what do we call them beater trucks or what did you call? Oh, did be- you say it was? beater with the heater. <laughs> but the the heater was the outside. Remember, the heat was the sun. So we get to this truck, and right off the bat, like, we start talking, and I put the windows down. So only the window on the driver's side goes down. And the other thing was, like, there was no AC. And like, then it was already sweating. So we took the truck all the way to the... We make it all the way to the to the dump. And there's actually a big line of, like, cars that are... I guess it's, like, people trying to get rid of all their, you know, everyone, junk or whatever. Everyone just happened to be working the same day. <laughs> it was, like, a long line. No AC. The window didn't roll down. Remember, I even opened the door for a bit. Because I was like, I just need some type of, like, some air. <laughs> So we're getting closer to the to the drop off spot where we're you know un- gonna unload and it's so funny because yeah Daniel has his like <laughs> it, like door open and then the only like the radio's broken or something so the only station we had was a Spanish. <laughs> listening to spanish music and you know it it was a vibe and daniel likes spanish music so it wasn't a big deal but the funny part was like we were i was talking about like visiting my family i was talking about like how hot it is i was talking you know to give you some context Mm -hmm. we were talking about like my you know like kind of just growing up and then out of nowhere like daniel's all is this what mexico's I was, I know, and I all I thought was I look around outside and I'm like, we're at the dump. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay. So I didn't mean the area that we were at. I just was thinking like, cause you know, we're in a truck, you know, no AC. There was, you know, good music blasting on the stereo. It was like a hundred degrees. And, and, but you made it a thing that it wasn't like I was saying something. And, yeah, he, he, and still to this day, you know, let, still to this day, you don't let me live it down. I was like, I didn't mean it that way. I'm like, I'm from the res. That's could be considered the dump too, you know. Like, yeah, he definitely no. didn't mean it that way. But it was like the delivery or when he asked, and I just looked up and I was like, Well, we're at the dump, so no. <laughs> Yeah, no, that it's that definitely funny. wasn't wasn't what I was t- what I was talking about. I just meant because we were it's like really hot. We were in this truck yeah. dri- driving for miles. No, you know, no AC. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember yeah, you. Would, I just remember you would tell me like when you'd go visit Mexico, you say how hot it was. Like, oh, it's so hot. Yeah. Sometimes you couldn't sleep or whatever. So I'm like, yeah. So I just yeah. was thinking it's hot. You know, it is. It was. Um, and it was. So I. And that's just something I keep teasing him about. I was like, yeah. you think the. <laughs> the dub Mexico is like the dub, but 
It, no, it was really hot that it was scorching hot, and it was yeah. just like we were already annoyed from sitting in the car for that long to unload. <laughs> uh, but nah, good times, good times. Um, and I and I think too now you you just get all suspicious about like what does your family want us to do? What is <laughs> where <are> we go? <laughs> <laughs> no, now now if I come visit, I always make sure to pack extra like kind of work clothes if I have to go outside. <laughs> well, because like, and that's even part of the culture too. Like you know if your your family members doesn't matter like who it is if they ask you to help out with something you you know you got to do it and yeah. so like if your if your dad or your mom needed us to do something i'd you know cheek yeah. i definitely thankfully definitely my watch dad you. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully my dad my dad loves to do work like that you know yard work and he mows um he he actually mows our yard too and he mows his yard he's like really into that but yeah. um the good thing with that is um, I'm not into it, so I am very appreciative that my dad does that for us. And uh, <laughs> but I know my dad's very. Um He's a certain type of way how he wants his yard. Like, he wants his yard to be cut. You know, the lines going in a certain way. So, I'm like, for me, I just think, and I'm just cutting the grass, you know, whatever. But my dad's like, no, you got to have make sure it all, you know, stays in less. I'm like, okay. So, then I just, you know, <laughs> let my dad do that. He's the expert, and I'll just, you know, I'll go get him a pop or something if, if he's thirsty or a water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, dad, I got you. I'll run to the store real fast and get you a water or something. But the yard, the yard you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge, um, I'm not a huge yard work person, you know. Last, last summer when it was super hot we would um hire our younger cousin to come like hey you want to earn some money and he'd come up and he'd like do the yard work for us because it was like really hot so. yeah that's no that's good when you yeah you know can outsource like that <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but. like, you know, uh, it's you know, I just can't do the hot. I can't work in hot temperatures. Uh, I get yeah. real shaky. Just kidding. I'll just sound like a little <laughs> sissy. <laughs> oh, I just get real weak. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, Chica. So I, I was even going to say, because just thinking about that story, um, remember one of the times I was out there visiting, and this is me meeting some of your family too. We were, um, we had just done one of our La Cocina cells, and mm-hmm. we had some like leftover rice. And you, you know, you invited people over to kind of just, you know, wrap up like that, that like event mm-hmm. and just have like a good time. And, you know, Teo was there, Betts was there. We had a couple other people st- um, come over. And mm-hmm. um, your cousin, um, your cousin Ia had come over oh, to yeah. that one time. So, what was going on is like we basically had like some guacamole or some salsa that we uh-huh. had and um it was like i think it was like 11 so all the stores were closed or something and we wanted chips so i was like so i was like you guys got tortillas you guys got some oil um and so i ended up cutting like tortillas and started making chips and so your cousin <laughs> the, yeah, came over <laughs> Well, everybody was like, (laughs) (laughs) well, everybody was like hanging out, having a good time. Like here I was Mm -hmm. in the kitchen and when your cousin would like help me chop them up, we'd like, you know, fry the chips, get some good chips going. And we started like making a bunch and everybody's all, what are you guys doing? Um, But (laughs) I got to meet your cousin. She told me she traveled the world, Germany, like Honduras, Bolivia, Bolivia. Yeah. No. um, Yeah. My cousin Ia, she's, uh, you know, her great granddaddy was a full-blooded yaki indian <laughs> like on la bamba i always tease her about that because she is she's uh she was she's um she's also nimi poo but she's also yaki and navajo she's actually from phoenix area and oh, um, cool. and i always tease her because on la bamba she's like you don't know who the hell you're messing with huh? my great granddaddy was a full-blooded yaki indian <laughs> And so I tease my cousin E about that. Her granddaddy was a full-blooded yucky Indian. She's like, he was. 
Oh, funny. Yeah, no, I had mad, mad respect for, for your cousin after that. I was all, thanks for helping make the chips. And then they, the chips were all gone really fast <laughs> after we made them. Those are, some, had, those are some good Lord's chips, you know. <laughs> yeah, they, these are the Lord's chips. <laughs> good times. That's yeah, shout out funny. to your cousin for the help. <laughs> yeah. You know, I always think since they're talking about, like, you know, meeting people and stuff, I always crack up about the Well, you don't do it as much anymore, I think, because I was like, okay, this is getting weird. But, you know, remember how, like, you would introduce me to people for the first time? Like, oh, yeah, this is my friend Daniel. He's native. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want me to do. Oh, ho. You know, like, hey, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? you know, I'm like, do I, you know. Yes, so, yes. I am. I am native. Oh. <laughs> so it was really funny because, um, like, I have a lot of family members who, like, don't know a whole lot about, like, just indigenous communities. And one of the cool, like, funniest things for me was, like, that was my icebreaker for you. Because, like, <laughs> right right after I was like, oh, yeah, this is Daniel. You know, this is my one of my best friends, Daniel. He's a good friend. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, he's native. And then you'd get this face about you like, what? <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> and, then, and then my friends would be like, oh, like really surprised. Like they yeah. wanted to, like they were, you know, like you were the Pope or something. Like, oh, yeah. how cool. You know, like they'd act like super, you know, their reaction. <laughs> they thought had to be like really surprised. And you were right. all confused. I'm like, uh, I, I, I mean, it's like I'm native, but I'm not that sacred. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty rugged, uh, very deadly. Just kidding. I'm like, uh, yeah, no, I always uh. cracked up at that because it'd be like, you know, I, I never introduced you as like, oh, this is my friend Javier. He's Mexican. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I couldn't tell. No. <laughs> Oh, I always buddy, remember <laughs> I always remember that when you introduced me to that um that one couple and you said that what? and the couple Which that couple? Was, oh, the couple the couple just keep, just keep saying the couple and remember they thought they had to be invited to go to a powwow and they're like oh do I get they're like do I get to go to the powwow now am I invited I'm like you don't have to get invited you just go you know you just show up <laughs> You know who else thought that? Um, Little John's little brother. (laughs) Alex, if you're listening. (laughs) He was like... He was like, he went down to a Fort Hall. No, it wasn't Fort Hall. I think it was like on the Shoshone Paiute, like oh, the Duck, Duck Valley. Valley River. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was like a powwow going on over there. And he had mentioned it to Juan that he's like, oh, yeah, my friend invited me to go. So I'm going to go. And Juan was like, oh, cool. You know, that's awesome. Um, and then Alex thought for whatever reason, like, oh, yeah, you can only come to those if like, you know, someone who's indigenous <laughs> invites <laughs> I remember because I remember Juan was like, what the heck? You've never invited me or something like that. I'm like, I don't, you could just go. You know, they're not like, some of, sometimes you got to pay for parking or sometimes you got to pay to get in. But it's, you know, it's, you can just show up. Oh, they'll take your non-indigenous money. <laughs> they'll take your, that good, uh, that good bakery money. Yeah. yeah, Juan, that was funny. Yeah, I always remember that too because Juan was like, why haven't you ever invited me? <laughs> like, well, you know, uh, I'm not really considered a power Indian, so I, I, you know, I don't go to those a lot either. You know, 
<laughs> so, Chicks, for people, for folks that are listening for, you know, let's say this is our very mm-hmm. first episode and they have no no connection to indigenous culture. What is a powwow? So, a powwow is basically a social gathering where they do different styles of dancing. You know, that's where they have, like, different drum groups that come in um, sing. So, there's, like, you know, jingle dancing. There's fancy. There's, you know, old style. I mean, there's all traditional style. There's all kinds of different um, styles of dancing that they, uh, men and women both do. And um, a powwow is basically, it's just like a social gathering, you know. It's um, yeah. It's more so, like, like kind of just meeting your friends and having fun and getting to, like, dance and stuff. And, and normally, too, when, when people power dance, you're usually dancing for the ones that can't. So um, a lot of it sometimes has some type of, like, healing, um, kind of spiritual context to it, too. But um, not, like, super, like, sacred. Like, you can't just, you know, a powwow is not, like, something where it's, like, only natives can go to. Like, anyone can go unless the, unless yeah. the, unless it is advertising, like, travel members only or whatever. But, I mean, for the most part, powwows are mostly social gatherings and they're, um, there's a lot of good food stands. You know, there's a famous, like, powwow lemonade stand that's at every powwow. It's really good. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, that's usually that's where you can get, like, your Indian tacos, your fried bread and things like that and listen to some music and watch people dance and uh yeah that's about no that's that's (laughs) oh and you don't have to be invited yeah (laughs) oh and uh it's yeah i mean and then too like for the listeners who this might be their first they're all there's so many different kind of natives you know there's tourney natives that's like basketball tourney natives or softball whatever they play tourney natives there's powwow natives there's uh i mean crazy natives like me no like there's all different kinds of um social gatherings that natives do that are like um you know just a way good way to connect with you know your friends or your family and things like that so yeah if if you ever if there ever is a powwow in any area that you're listening from i definitely encourage you to go and learn something um but whatever you do like don't touch the people's regalia like if you're not native and you're going up and like oh my gosh it's so pretty and like try to touch the feathers or anything don't do that because uh that's you know that's just not a thing you know you don't you don't disrespect uh the feathers and things like that so um, yeah. ju- you can look just don't touch you know <laughs> so, yeah. so that's one thing I would recommend or would you know advise for those that never been to a powwow don't be like oh my gosh can I touch you know or <laughs> things like that and then too I think sometimes it's appropriate if you ask to take pictures before so instead of just taking pictures of people in their regalia or dancing or whatever it's better to ask first and um, things like that you know just there is some powwow etiquette out there I'm not too big on it because I, I mean I don't go to a lot of powwows myself but there's things that um you know guests uh there's certain ways that guests you know have to behave and things like that but for the most part it's for the most part it's a lot of fun yeah and if you're unsure how to act uh just do what everybody else is doing (laughs) yeah just watch (laughs) i mean yeah just sit there and watch i was gonna share cheek that um my very first powwow that i ever went to was at the university of idaho there was one Mm -hmm. that was like organized by the native american student center Mm -hmm. and yeah it was it was one of the very first times that i got to see dancing that i got to um even have an indian taco um and there was folks there selling like beaded work i think oh yeah that that i was at so that was really cool um and i think there was even a portion of i can't even remember if this was like my students teaching me or if that happened there but um i learned how to or, like, they had, like, a little exercise where they had people come up and do, uh, is it called round dancing? Oh, yeah, a round dance. The um, circle so dance, then, round dance, yeah. Yeah, so I, I got to participate in that, and that was pretty fun, too. 
but yeah usually the round dance is like the social like um you know you invite the guests that are in the crowd and everyone you know goes to the round and they yeah round dances are um those are fun you know it's they always have different round dances in the areas and stuff like that and people sing and it's always a lot of good good times good songs and sometimes some of the songs are really funny you know and then some of them are really good so yeah nothing like a good roundy (laughs) (laughs) all right chicax um any other things we want to discuss before we move it on down to a new segment we want to try out today (laughs) oh um what else should we talk about um let's see what is else going on chicax what's your tinder life like no i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm all non-existent (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna turn tinder on while i'm down here in phoenix no i'm just kidding Um, no, actually one of the things that you and I have talked about, especially in reflecting on like our topics is, uh, you know, how do we prove our, you know, like our, our place in our communities as brown men. Mm-hmm. And I was actually reflecting about this the other day, Chikex, um, when I had to change my tire. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So... That's a lot of work. That's that's hard, you know. Because <laughs> uh, you know, there's like things that obviously I could do be better at, and you know, there's mm-hmm. certain expectations that men have about like you know the things that they should be useful or handy at. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that definitely isn't my forte is anything with cars for sure. We talked oh, a little yeah. bit about like you know that's not like something that I am gifted at, and I yeah. wish I like knew more. But um, I ended up I was gonna go get new tires, <laughs> and the same day that I was getting my new tire, you know, I had an appointment every. I ended up getting a flat tire (laughs) and I do know how to do it, but I hadn't done it in a long time. And so I remember I had like a basic little kid. I had the, you know, the equipment to lift my car up. And then I had a, um, I had a YouTube, how to remove the bolts off of the tires because I didn't know which way to turn them or get them off. Um, but I was able to get it done. I was, it just took me a while and all my knees hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that's a useful skill that everybody obviously should have. And, and yeah. do um, um but definitely as i was changing i was like man i should i should be better at this or i should you know <laughs> be a little bit faster like, not like struggle oh, as much. My, my pants are getting all dirty <laughs> <laughs> no oh. changing a tire like it's like it's it's just kind of it's like inconvenient you know it's like it takes it kind of time consuming you gotta sit there and just you know take all the little what are they called lug nuts or whatever yeah they're called. Little, yeah um, well and then the funny thing was like I was, it was taking me a minute, obviously, to get stuff out. But then um, I had some neighbors that, like, were outside <laughs> watching me struggle. So it makes, you know, when you feel like you have more uh. people know, you you have, like, extra pressure to kind of be on or be a little bit faster, better at it. You're, like, so you're like, I was hope feeling my, it. hope my butt crack ain't showing <laughs> just while you're trying to take this tire off. You're trying to just keep pulling uh. your shirt down. <laughs> no, have you, I, uh, have, you, have, you, have you had a switch a tire yet? Yes, I had to change a tire in my old car. I had this Chrysler um, Sebring and one time driving to I was dropping my niece off at school and she lived in Lewiston and um, or went to school in Lewiston and I hit a rock and it was during the rain and um, I my tire just popped and so I had to get out in the rain and change my tire and I remember I was all like annoyed because it was like early it was raining I was all soaked and then my niece uh, had to get her to school 
still and it was laid and um that was the last time i had a change well, thankfully my jeep my jeep tires are pretty tough they don't uh, they don't pop on anything so i haven't had to change um any tires on the jeep but the old car i definitely have and i just remember how um annoying it was <laughs> yeah i think definitely on my bucket list is i definitely want to get better at that i definitely would like to like even learn how to do an old change by myself because that's not too difficult to do yeah and then um i'd also like to like get better with like woodwork i would like to build some furniture so i might have to you know take a little class here or there or oh, something look at you but, yeah, you're, gonna be a you're gonna be a lumberjack <laughs> yeah. get a get a lumberjack get my flannel <laughs> yeah a lumberjack flannel and uh uh hobby the builder I can yeah. see it. Get a, grow a little beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely wish I would have, like, I don't know, would have been more into, like, mechanical stuff because, man, you spend a lot of money on that kind of stuff, and it'd be good to know how to do it yourself. But yeah, thankfully, I mean, sure. thankfully, my sister's husband, my brother-in-law, Doug, he's, like, our family mechanic, and he, like, knows everything and knows how to fix everything. So he's always our go-to guy. So shout-out yeah. to shout out to my brother-in-law because he knows that kind of stuff. And I, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm just yeah. – I feel like when I go to mechanic shops, they take advantage of me too. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to pay, you know, 80 oh. bucks for that <laughs> – bucks for that blinker fluid and i'm like okay yeah okay you know <laughs> <The blinker laughs> yeah, i'm like oh i'm like i didn't know i had I, that but okay sure I, then, you know. <laughs> I do feel like that sometimes too though cheekers where it's like you um you go to the mechanic and they tell you all these extra things yeah. are happening with your car and you need it right away and i'm like do i because my car yeah, is I'm running like, fine yeah. wait i'm like you're, just you're change, like little visit just, just change the wiper that's what i'm here for just, <laughs> just change the wiper yeah. I'm like, hey, buddy, just, I just came here for a car wash. You're going to tell me what's all going on with my car. No. Yeah, no, I definitely, you know, sometimes when it comes to mechanic shops, I always feel like I'm not manly enough, you know, because I'm like, yeah, I don't know sure. anything about this. Yeah, and then you see sure. that, and then you see the mechanic's hands are all like, you know, rough and dark and like got a bunch of oil on it from like working hard. And I'm all trying to like Grease. put my hands away because I'm all my hands are clean and soft. And Your manicured nails. And everything. <laughs> I'm like, it's always so funny when people compliment me. Like whenever I have to like shake hands, it's like, man, your hands are really soft. I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, <laughs> like. I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, it's weird, but I'm like, yeah. My it's mom. Called, it's called lotion. For, 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 the, for those of us that have, like, office jobs, you know, jobs that don't require, yeah. like, manual. My mom always says, tienes manos de señorita. You got a little señorita. I'm like, oh. Well, my hands are still kind of big, but they're, they're you know. Not I'm like, hold on, mom. Let me just rub my hands on my on the on the gravel or on the pavement really quick. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. I always laugh at that one time. Remember, we were ordering pupusas. I was like, oh, can I get the, the chicharron? And then your mom was all the chicharron, all making fun of my My mom's got good little zingers all the time. So one time she, and I love my mom, and she did it joking. This is kind of the humor that we have, but she was like, have a smile. And so I smiled. And I, you know, I d didn't really realize this, but I have like a gummy smile. So when I smile, you'll, you will see some of my gums. And she's like, she turned to one of my aunts who was with us, and she's like, see, he does have a horse's smile. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> close your mouth real quick. <laughs> I know. I like press my lips against my mouth, just barely showing teeth when I laughed. 
funny. My mom's, yeah, my, I definitely get some of my humor from my mom. She's got some good ones. I definitely mm-hmm. laughed. I was all, <laughs> a little embarrassed, but caught me off guard. I was just laughing. She's, my mom's good. She's good at yeah. teasing. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like the, when it comes to like, like the, you know, the women in our culture or, you know, our communities, you know, they definitely have good, good little shade or, you know, good <laughs> yeah, little sure. things like that. Sometimes when I hang out with my grandma, I'm like, oh my gosh, she just makes me laugh because I'm like, you're just so uh, funny. <laughs> like the things. And then people always say like, oh, that's where you get it from because my grandma kind of raised me. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess she probably did make me pretty witty, you know, <laughs> made me pretty uh, know how to, you know, defend myself like that. <laughs> and so it just always yeah, crack up because my grandma's just like this little native lady, but she just got all these like funny little, you know, <laughs> little jokes and stuff. I'm like, okay, Graham, chill out. Well, and that's, and, and you know, that's something we've been like preaching all this season is like humor is really important mm-hmm. in building community and keeping us together. So like a lot of my good little funny stories like that definitely involve my family where yeah. we tease each other. And, you know, you gotta, you gotta get tough little, you know, you gotta get tough skin because um, yeah, it definitely. teaches you resiliency. But also it's like, if you can't laugh at yourself, if you can't laugh at like just, you know, any little thing, it's like, mm-hmm. how, how are you going to cope? How, um, you know, how are you going to move forward? And so I, I feel like that's essential for us in our cultures. Yeah, definitely. I definitely feel like I got tough skin. Not rough skin, <laughs> tough skin. skin. Yeah, no, yeah my speak- moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, last night when I was, before I was flying out to come down to Arizona, I was in Lewiston with my mom and I was getting some like travel stuff. She was like, oh, did you need this face wash? It says for rough and dry skin. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> I was like, first of all, mom, my skin's not rough and dry. Like she just I was like, oh, she's like she just was just teasing too. I was all laughing. I was like, oh, you got me there, Alice. <laughs> I was like yeah. all, all offended. Oh, my skin is not rough and dry. <laughs> yeah, chica, that's all funny. Um, but actually, why don't we take the time to transition into this next segment that we want to introduce? Yeah, let's do it. So this next segment doesn't have a name yet, but we will have one for season two. Yeah. And here's how this segment goes. Daniel and I want to teach each other and you some phrases in our native languages. Mm-hmm. So Daniel, I, I will say Daniel probably has a leg up on this for me in that like he's his, he took Spanish, but he's been around my family a lot and he's like visited Spanish speaking countries. So he's been able to kind of, you know, soak in a lot of different Spanish words and your pronunciation, Chica, I might add, is is really good. So I'm, oh, you know, I'm impressed you. with like where you're I, at with Spanish. I appreciate that. I, you know, I definitely um, try. And I am looking forward to learning more Nimipu Temp with you, but um, I... It's gonna be hard. I'm gonna. I gotta be honest. Hey, um, to give yes. I was gonna say since we're talking about, you should tell that story about when you did the hoist and you ended your oh, speech. <laughs> so I. I, I think I did share with, with everybody that, you know, my background with indigenous communities is definitely from working with uh, indigenous youth. And so I was a part of that um, hoist program, helping orient Indian students and teachers, where we would have summer a six-week summer camp. Uh, we'd bring in indigenous youth from different reservations, and mm-hmm. we would provide housing. You know, we they'd take college classes. We'd do some cool things. And then, um, you know, at the end, we would have a banquet where we would celebrate, like, everybody's achievement. And so my students... Students taught me a lot of di- different, you know, words from their from their indigenous languages, um, and I gotta say I soaked up 
more of the Nespers of Nimipu temp because, uh, you know, kids taught me like, you know, Tatsmewi and like, mm-hmm. you know, like Watu, <laughs> like Kitsue, you know, things, tel- yeah, <laughs> things like that. Tell so us. Yapo, I learned. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know. <laughs> and so um, I, at the end of the, my students taught me how to say thank you. And so at the end of the uh, banquet, you know, I went up, <laughs> I, I wanted to give a few words about like just how the, you know, youth inspired me and, you know, how thankful mm-hmm. I was for the opportunity because I was. And I ended everything with, uh, you know, Katiaya. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know why, but everybody in the crowd laughed. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, did I say it weird? You know, I obviously didn't say (laughs) it right. But but, uh, I told Daniel this and then... Like, sure, what you told me, give me some back, give everybody insight and background into that. I just, you know, I just, it's like one of those things, you know, like when you're, like how you said if someone's like, hola, walk into the, you know, the room, hola, or, you know, it's just so funny. Oh, hey, at least you, at least you tried, Chica, that's all that matters. I tried, I tried. Um, no, and I had really good relationships with my students and their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my students came back, you know, three years into the program, so I got to know everybody pretty well, but. But yeah, that that's that's you know that's me learning some of some of the Nimipu temp. But like I said, I'm excited for this segment. I will try really hard, Cheekicks, and you know I'll follow your need. Be a good be a good teacher. <laughs> yes. Okay. So the phrase I'm going to teach you today is thank you for listening to Brown Sound. I just keep it simple, you know. Um, so are you, <laughs> well, are that you, sounds like a lot of words. <laughs> are, are you uh, are you ready, Cheekicks? Uh, I'm ready. Let's do okay, it. Okay. So you already know. Thank you. Katsiao yao. Katsiao okay or listening or like the third person listening is anas mit yokotsa anas mit mis yokotsa anas mit yokotsa anas mis yokotsa brown sound yeah you, you got it brown yeah. sound okay yeah. <laughs> so katiaya anas mit yokotsa brown sound podcast oh that's a lot but let me try katiaya anas mis yokotsa Brown sound? Anas mit yokotsa. Katsia yao, anas mit yokotsa. Brown sound. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm at, oh. the yell at, you, at the yell at you like the elders yell at us. You say it right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Love my yeah, so because I'm so honored that you're even teaching me Chick-X, I promise I will try my best to pronounce <laughs> as best as I could. Hey, that was better than some of the some of the other trap members I hear speak the language, so you know. No 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 shade. No shade, no shade though. Just kidding. Alright, Chick-X. Well let me um you know, teach mm-hmm. you. You probably already know, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, we're gonna say thank you for uh, listening to the Brown Sound. Gracias por escuchar el Brown Sound. Okay, guys. Gracias por escuchar el Brown Sound. <laughs> just kidding. <I'll> just... <laughs> like well, that movie. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna challenge you no. to. Uh, I'm gonna challenge I, you no. to do the acento. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, gracias por escuchar el Brown Sound. There you got it. There you got it. Such Woo. a <laughs> yeah. I'm like, now I'm ready to go order. I'm like, me da tres tacos de asada. Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first thing and I me. learned in <laughs> the first thing I learned in Spanish was to order tacos. Yeah. <laughs> I, and me on the on the res, Katiaya uh, Kitsue, por favor. Hey, Mac is cajas, por favor. Oh, good oh, times. Funny. 
Well, Cheek Kicks, uh, well, that was good. I think we should definitely, you know, I know we definitely talked about including a little language phrase lesson in our season two, so I can't wait to uh, start digging into that and learning more phrases, and yeah, that's going to be cool. Absolutely, for sure, Cheek Kicks. You want to kick off the uh, Brown Sound Shady question segment? Yes, let's do, you know, it's that time, you know, the favorite uh, favorite time of the whole podcast, <laughs> answering <laughs> shady questions and asking shady questions. So for the listeners, if this is your first time listening, the, we do a shady question segment at the end of each episode where we ask three shady questions and you can only get out of answering one. So you have to answer two mm-hmm. or you can answer all three if you don't, you know, if you're not scared. So the first question is, which family member's food do you pass on? <laughs> like, <laughs> like which family member like you know, like, oh, like, you tried, but I'm not, you know, I'm good. <laughs> I, just, I just ate, you know. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> or question two is, which friend would you want to give a makeover to? <laughs> I feel like I feel like you got a couple you can you know definitely help out. Um, and three, if you were granted three wishes, what would they be? And one of them is you can't wish for more wishes, right? Oh yeah. Saying? So the the agreement is yeah, part of one of your wish can't be to ask for more wishes. So you only get the okay. three wishes. Yeah. Okay. All right, Chikik. So I guess I'll start. <laughs> yes. I'm nervous. <laughs> Didn't we say though because this was our last episode of the season, like we have to answer all three? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Let's do that. Let's okay. okay. So which family member's food do you pass on? <laughs> so <laughs> Um, you know, this is, this is a little, um, easy for me, I would say this one. So no shade to, uh, to my family members, but because I'm such a picky eater, even if like the food might be good, I definitely wouldn't eat it. If it's, you know, meet certain criteria, like go, absolutely mm-hmm. not. If I saw the <laughs> animal get killed, I'm not eating it, you know, like things like that. Um, so which family member's food do you pass on? I <laughs> would say, uh, I don't know. I, Chica, let me think about this. Maybe, uh, <laughs> this one's hard. Um, if I had to pick one family member whose food I would pass on, it would be, oh, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, oh, this is easy for me. I, I would pass on Christian's food because Christian don't cook. So oh. if Christian were ever to like, you know, try to make a dish or something, like, I'd be <laughs> sus. I'd be sus because oh. he doesn't cook. So Christian, I'm sorry, Christian, I would not try your food. Dang, calling him out. <laughs> yeah, Christian can grill. And, I'll, you know, I'll agree that grill mm-hmm. that. But usually my mom preps the meat before, he go, you know, so like Christian, yeah. Christian. This one's easy. And then which friend do you want to give a makeover to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would, I would give a makeover to, and not in a bad way. You know, you just want to see them dress like different, not like You just want them, them to be their best potential that they can be, right? <laughs> Well, I wasn't saying that. Oh, I'm trying oh, to soften my... Oh, oh, I, I, I just, that's what I thought you were saying. I, in my mind, I'm taking it as, like, I would like a friend to just have a different style. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, in my, mm-hmm. but not in a, like, they can revert back to their style if they want, yeah. but they can choose. Like, I, in my head, I would like to see them dressed in a certain way. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I would have, I would give a makeover to... <laughs> to a good friend of mine that is (laughs) 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 
Uh, oh my god, I'm gonna get in trouble. Um, which friend do you want to give a makeover to? <laughs> because I would like to see them in a different style, not because I want to change them. They could stay mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah. Um, that would have to be Cecilia. Hate. I don't know. She's gonna kill me. I didn't see that coming. She gets honestly. I didn't see that. Uh, I d- okay, that I don't think was... she needs a makeover. I don't think she needs a makeover. She wears black all the time. Um, I don't know. I'd just pop in more color. That's it. I don't okay. mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> Cece, don't hate me. I'm going to get a text I'm and call like, right after I know. this. Like, I'm like, I'm like, excuse wow, excuse she <laughs> Okay, moving, moving forward. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll love Cece. I, you know, I love how you dress. Don't change it. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if you were granted three wishes, what would they be? Um, you know, I would wish for I- infinite wealth, oh, uh, yeah. infinite health, mm-hmm. and you're like and for Cece to change your style. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, your wishes. I didn't say that. Um, And then I think I would, you know, for me, Chicax, I really want to see like what the future would be like. I would really like to, Mm. you know, get to the point to see like how far humans get, like space travel, like, you know, things like that. Okay, Um, Doctor Strange. and I believe that eventually, like, you know, they'll probably find life somewhere. So I just, I would like the opportunity to get to see or learn about those kind of things mm-hmm. in our lifetime. That will probably not happen. So mm-hmm. I can't think of if I should wish to be in the future to figure out how that goes or if I should just wish to, like, live forever. But if oh. I live forever, I want, like, all my family members to also be <laughs> with me when I'm doing it. So yeah. I guess my wish would be, like, for my immediate family and friends to live forever, I guess, so that we could get Forever to young. I wanna be. So yeah, if you have all the time, all the resources, <laughs> yeah. all the health, then you good, I guess. Yeah. I get to that point. Yeah, good stuff, Chikex. Um, wow. <laughs> well, you you definitely got shady that round. I'm uh, I'm a little uh, proud of you, Chikex. Um, <laughs> that hurt I, everything in me to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so which family member's food would I pass on? I would definitely. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I'd probably say Betsy because Bets don't cook. Uh, but then I would even say my sister Pauline because Pauline makes a lot of healthy things. And I'm like, cauliflower <laughs> rice, you know, like I'm good. No, uh, I would, but I'd probably go with Betsy because I don't think Betsy really knows how to cook a whole lot. Although Betsy can bake. She's really good at like making like banana bread and stuff like that. That's really good. But if, yeah. she, if she were to cook something like a full meal, I'd be like, ooh, you know, let me, let me season it for you. And then you can just claim you cooked it, you know. <laughs> Um, so probably Betsy. Uh, which friend would I want to give a makeover to? Huh. If I could choose a friend to help enhance their style. Enhance their style. That's that's not the question. That's not the question. Um, Okay, so, but, you know, because given a makeover, you're enhancing their, you know, style in a way. Um... I'm still thinking Sierra's going to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if I had to get... Okay, I think I'm going to go with... You know what? What if it's like a sibling and not a friend? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, go for it. Okay. Um, I think I would I would definitely um, probably help out or give a makeover to, I guess, my sister Loretta. You know? <laughs> she, uh, oh. dress, she dresses <laughs> like a mom. Man, I'm scared and- of Loretta. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's all gonna hear this dude. She's like, well, what's wrong with my style? You know, well, well, the thing is though, like, whenever we like uh, are wearing something for the first time, usually I'll go to bed. So I'm like, oh, does this look all right? She's like, oh yeah. And, or sometimes, but then sometimes my sister will do that to me. Like, oh, does this look all right? So yeah. So I would say Loretta. Um, well, I don't think she has like horrible style. I just think it's it's just it's just very mom vibes. But then again, I guess she is a mom too, so it fits her fits her vibe. But you know, just because you're a mom, you could still dress pretty cool, you know. So I. <laughs> <laughs> and if I was granted three wishes, what would they be? Well, obviously, one would be like unlimited amount of wealth. Obviously, I love money and love, you know, um, chasing the bag. Um, and then I would. Ooh, one wish would be like the ability, the ability to just like what do you call it, like teleport anywhere you want. Like, oh, say that'd like, be cool. Like, oh, I want to go to Hawaii this weekend. Bloop, and then I'm there. You know, teleport. Yeah. And then, um, bloop. Yeah. And then. Oh, oh, Chicks, what are you doing here, in Nampa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bloop. Bloop. And yeah. then my last wish would be, um, I think I'm going to make this one a little sentimental. And I wish my whole community, my tribe were, uh, I wish everyone was fluent in Nimputim. You know, I think that's something Aww. that, that is, that is something that has always been very important to me. And I've even had dreams as like a child that like we're all in Nimputim and everyone was speaking. Nimi. So it's kind of weird. There's different, um, dreams I've had of like that. So I think that's one thing I would wish for my, my people is to all have everyone be fluent and uh yeah thank you guys that's awesome ended on a good note since i threw a bunch of shade no I'm yeah thanks for making me do that sorry cc <laughs> no, i didn't make you do that you could have chose someone just kidding yeah. <laughs> uh well i guess that leads up to our business shout out cheekicks uh you ready for that? Yeah, let's do it. So for me, um, for the Brown Sound bit Business Spotlight, my Latinx business is going to be Is a Balloon. So Is a Balloon is a small uh, Latinx Latina owned business that mm. specializes in like balloon arrangements, but also like in a gift form. So if it's like a giant clear balloon and they'll do all the cool little stuff inside, like flowers, oh, wow. teddy bears. Like I always wonder how they get like that stuff into yeah. the um, but yeah, these arrangements are cool because um, they, you know, you can customize to any special mm-hmm. event, whether it be a birthday, a special achievement, like graduation is coming up, um, you know, the sky's the limit Easter, like Mother's mm-hmm. Day. Like, so there's all these cool ways what that about you can Patrick's incorporate Day? a gift like that. Yeah, Chicax, we'll throw some four leaf clovers for you in one. Yes, um, okay. and, <laughs> and yeah, so the this business is owned by... Um, my sister-in-law Chavs, she just recently started it and so um the arrangements are really cool the um gifts have been pretty great and you know she puts a lot of thought and ideas and takes um you know feedback from customers on how they want it to look and develop and what to include so she works with them to customize a uh you know a balloon arrangement that that is special for each family Mm. and people that's being gifted and so if you want to learn more if you want to order especially because like i said graduation is coming up a lot of oh, folks yeah. are gonna want to get cool special you know gifts to people um you can visit is a balloon on instagram so it's isa underscore balloon underscore and you can reach out to my sister-in-law chavs um you know to get your order placed cool cool yeah i did see the the balloons on was it your story or your brother's story i think they look yeah. really cool very very creative and um unique you know 
yes. things like that. I always wonder that too, how people get the things in the book. Because I've seen those before too. I'm like, how did they get that in there? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Magic. Um, Magic. For my business highlight, I'm giving a shout out to my younger cousin, Lorelei Souza with Souza Creations. She is a artist. She's an awesome painter. She has, you know, so many beautiful pieces that she, you know, um, shares online and that she sells and stuff like that. And I bought a few pieces from her. Um, I have like my little, you know, like the little evil eye painting. And um, anyways, so she she's a super dope artist and uh, native creative. So shout out to my cousin, Laura Lee Souza. You can find her on Instagram at Laura Lee Souza. Her name is spelled L-A-U-R-E-L-Y-S-O-U-Z-A. But then again, we'll, we will post the info on Instagram. So you're not trying to like, you know, type out all the spelling while we're while you're listening. So yeah, shout out to my cousin, Laura. Early Souza with Souza Creations. Awesome, Chikix. That's great. Um, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, have her paint you um a little Javi uh, Lisa. Javi <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lisa. No. Um, uh, paint me like I see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, paint little Javelina. <laughs> hey, yeah. since I'm in Arizona, I'm gonna go look for some little Javelinas around. Remember, weren't they were like, weren't they running around last time we were down here or something like that? I thought. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something. Yeah, maybe. Something. You I might have to go to Sedona, Chicax. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll head up head up uh head up north. No. Well, alright. Well that I guess that marks season one. Wow. That marks season one, Chicax, yeah. What do you um what do you want to say to the listeners right now to close up? Oh, um I do want to say thank you so much for all the love and support. Um, all the shares, all the tags, all the posts, like just the support. It's it's uh it means a lot and thank you so much and I can't wait for you guys to hear what we got in store for season two. It's probably gonna be crazier, funnier, uh more maybe even more vulnerable intimate yeah Yeah, Um, yeah. so yeah so stay tuned Uh, definitely not the last you have heard of us and um, thanks again Humegas Kutzi I appreciate you all yeah and you know same (laughs) I can't really beat that (laughs) as I was going to say the exact same thing but muchas gracias a todos thanks so much stick around because season 2 will be back yes adios disclaimer the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only. Cut CIO for listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We had a blast with y'all today. Make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast. For partnership opportunities or to get a hold of us, email us at brownsoundpodcast208 at gmail.com.